The opinions of Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman don't reflect the views of Gal Media. Parental discretion is advised. KFNC Mont Bellevue, Houston, a Gal Media station. My friends are degenerates, but I never change them. Liars, cheats, and hypocrites, not the time for saving. This is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. On ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we are back on the Blitz. Hour number two, 713-780. ESPN's your number, 713-780-3776. Or you can get us on the Blitz Facebook page. Find the Blitz, click like, send a message. Aaron will read it. Twitter, at Fred Fowler, F-A-O-U-R, at A.J. is the real. At Aaron is Blitz, at Degenerates975. Boy, Sarah Thomas looks a lot better with a mask on. Noticed it. You can also watch us on, uh, you, you can text the show, you know the number for that. You can watch us on Twitch, twitch.tv slash ESPN975. And if you missed the first hour, a lot more Texans and Deshaun. And we, we talked a little bit of, of odds uh, on who the next head coach would be for both them and the Eagles. And, and the same people who sent me that sent me a couple other things that I, I wanted to get to before I forget. Uh, odds on who takes the Saints' first snap in week one of the 2021 regular season. Oof. I uh, wouldn't even venture a guess. Taysom Hill, your 5-2 to two favorite. I wouldn't put money on that. Uh, your second favorite, Matt Stafford, 4-1. to one. Okay. Uh, Hymas Winston, 5-1. to one. Okay. A little value there, I, I mean, think. Yeah. Phillip Rivers, 6-1. to one. Don't think it happens. Carson Wentz, 10-1. to one. I could see that. Yimmy Garoppolo, eleven I could to see one. That. Alexi Smith, thirteen to one. Mm, I don't know. It's been a nice story, but I'll, yeah. I'll go now. Deshaun Watson, sixteen to one. I don't think so. I don't think they've got the assets to get no. that deal done. Um, Andy Dalton, twenty to one. Uh, everybody else is like Taylor Heineke, Ryan Fitzpatrick, right. Bridgewater. Forget all that. Um, and then some early Super Bowl lines. Bucks versus Bills. What do you think the line would be, and what do you think the total would be? Um, I'll go. I think Bucks Bills is probably a pick'em. Bills minus one. Okay. Total fifty six. Bucks versus Chiefs. Chiefs minus three and a half. Ding 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 ding. Right on the nose. Fifty six and a half for the total. Packers versus Bills. Packers minus. Two. Ding, 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 ding. You're good at this. Uh, 55 for the total. And Packers versus Chiefs. Chiefs minus one. One and a half. Damn. We're so close. I, I would take. Uh, yeah, you, you missed by a half and you missed by a point. So I would take the uh, I, like I would take Packers money line if they played the Chiefs. Yeah, I think I would, too. I, I think people are wildly overvaluing the Chiefs right now. Yeah, I, I, I think that they like they just haven't looked dominant in a long time. They do find a way to win. It's kind of like Tampa, like, and I, I said this about Tom Brady. When you, if you watch Tom Brady, and especially if you watch the like the All Twenty Two, like you watch game film of Tom Brady, you go, "Ugh, how does this work?" But then you see his results, and he keeps winning football games, and you mm-hmm. go, "Well, I mean, there's there is something to it." Yeah, uh, because you know you, there's 
I mean, we all oohed and odd about Justin Herbert and how great he looked this year and how great Deshaun Watson looked. Those guys lost a bunch of football games. Yeah. So at some point, like just being able to go out and get wins is a big deal. But if you watch the Chiefs recently, and I and when I say recently, I mean like the last last half of the season, you're not wowed. Like if you just started watching football week eight or nine and you'd never seen the NFL before, you didn't know who any of the teams or any of the players were, the Chiefs would be like, well, I mean, I guess they're I guess they're good. They they, they keep winning these games really close, but they win them. And that's, that's, I mean, I guess that's all you got to do, especially in the playoffs. It's all you got to do, survive in advance. But, man, there's just nothing about it that tells me this team's going to go out and, and blow someone away. Yeah, I uh, I mean, I, I mean, they haven't now for, we, we went over it when reason why I like the Browns to cover was the, the Chiefs aren't beating people by double digits. Yeah. And, you know, now would they have had Mahomes stayed healthy in that game? Maybe, but then you also had the Browns giving a touchdown away yeah, uh, with, the, with that stupid fumble rule. So um, I, I think, I mean, I'm kind of, I kind of think Buffalo's winning this. And I, I mean, I felt good I'm about trying it. not to get my hopes up. I know, but you're, like, you, you get, you I'm get, a cynic and, and you got the fan thing going on. I don't, I'm merely looking at how well this team has played down the stretch uh, how the the Chiefs have won games, but not done it impressively. Uh, the difference between these two teams from the first time they met. Bills have a better defense. Kansas City's missing the running back who who uh, was making a big difference for them. And I got a quarterback coming off of a concussion. Just I may be wrong, but to me, I add all those things up and plus three and a half, which I already bet it at. That to me, that's you know, and listen. It's like with some of the reasoning behind the hockey stuff when I go through it. Sometimes it doesn't work out. Yeah. But, but, I mean, I'm at least going to give you my reasoning. And that's my reasoning on it. And I think the Bills are defensively have come a long way from early in the season. And the, the, the only real question is, is Josh Allen going to choke in the big stage? And, and that's a possibility. He didn't play very well last week. And they managed to win. But, um, you know, I also think this team has now gotten past the whole no playoff win since 95. And then, you know, now they've gotten, oh, now they're back in the AFC Championship game. And I know that that has nothing to do with this team, except when you keep hearing it and hearing it and hearing it, it gets in your head. It's just, it's just like we were talking about with the Easterby stuff. Everybody keeps, keeps telling you this guy's the devil. Okay, he's the devil. We all agree. Gotta be the devil. Yeah. And, and at some point, rather than stepping back and saying, wait a minute, is it really this bad? And I I have no use, as I mentioned, for people who uh, bring their religion to work. So I'm, I'm automatically against them. But I also look at this SI stuff, and so much of it is, I mean, it, it's either hard to believe or it's just not that bad. Yeah. But, but when you put a whole bunch of stuff together like that, then, yeah, it looks bad. You know, and you can do that with anybody. If I wanted to go and put together a whole list of things about you to try to make you look bad. And, and you know what? I could probably make it work. The, the thing is, I wouldn't have to put all truth in there. No. But if I put a couple things that you'd look at and go, mm, that's pretty, it's believable. And it's not really cool. And you do the same thing with me. And suddenly we're the bad guys. Yeah. But somebody has to have that extra grind. And I. 
And I think that's what's going on. But I also think at some point, you have to say, all right, we, we got to cut bait here because real or real or not, the perception is it's the devil. Yeah. And you, if, if people are going to be carrying signs and pitchforks and everything else, then you got to change it. And I mean, I think, I, I think it's, it's kind of a similar thing. It's like, once you get that ball rolling downhill, it's like, man, eh, okay. Crystal said, I want the bills to win. Cause I bet them week one to win it all at plus 3,800. Oh, that's not bad. That's a good number. That's another reason to root for him. Yep. Yeah, I just I just want him to win because I I like to see that franchise win a championship. Just like I wanted to see the Chiefs get a championship last year. The Bills are due. Oh no, no, no. Oh, you just used one of the biggest headline cliches ever. <laughs> I I got to kill myself now. I was I was I was so happy. I was doing so well. Well, listen, when they lose to the Chiefs, I'll write one. Buffalo. Uh, we have a problem. No. Here here now now we got to do all the cliche headlines, right? Secondary is a primary concern. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> God. Oh. <laughs> well, you talk about firing people when when somebody writes those headlines. Yep. Uh beat it. <laughs> oh man. That's a uh, it, It's funny cuz when you first start out in journalism, you think those are clever. Yeah. Uh, you really do. God, that and every once in a while, I'll see one of those headlines, and I go, oh, that's pretty good. And then I'm like, wait a minute. That's corny. That's not good. But y- y- it'll trick you sometimes. Yeah. And that's all they're hoping for is one person looks at it and goes, oh, that's that's catchy. Yeah, and I'm sure somebody was here and they go, oh, the bills are due. I get it. I've never heard that before. It's the eight-year-old in the back of the car because everybody else has. It's like, Houston, you have a problem. Ugh. We're going to take it one day at a, one game at a time. That's my favorite. We overcame adversity. That's another one. Uh, Bill O'Brien was good at those. Yeah, you know, turning like we got to coach better, we got to play better. Oh yeah, he's he's the coach speak master. Yeah, but uh, eh. you just you just totally brought me down. With Sorry, the bills friend. are due. I'm just kidding. Seven one three seven eight zero. They really are due. <laughs> well, I'd like to see them win uh, because, like I said, uh, if not them, the Chiefs again because I like the Chiefs. I have no use for the other two teams. So, um, sorry, Packer fan. I just, you know, you've had yours. Yeah. To me, you're a 1960s, 1970s team, and congratulations. Well, I'll say this. If if the, I mean, if the Bills don't win against the Chiefs, we're going to get a, a matchup of new school versus old school at quarterback, yeah. which is kind of exciting. Uh, I don't think there's a bad Super Bowl that can be put together here. I think the least sexy one is probably Buffalo and and uh, Tampa. Although I mean Tampa's got Tom friggin' Brady, so I, I I think it's there. And I I think like you're saying, I think there's a lot of people who are cheering for the Bills because if you're not a fan of one of the three teams besides the Bills that's left, you're probably cheering for the Bills because they're the mm. most they're they're the most likable story. Uh, but I, I don't I think the NFL's in good shape because like they would ever have a dud Super Bowl, but I, I think all these teams 
can present an interesting Super Bowl matchup. Oh, man. I got like seven people on the Twitch saying, I just got bills are due and I hate everything now. <laughs> um, the fact that it took me two solid minutes to connect the bills are due dots is really demoralizing. I just got it. I'm a dumbass. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Kansas City offense, a chief concern for team. Yep. 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 Uh, random bit. When was the last time you guys got in trouble by HR? Um, last week. <laughs> I, I think when we pepper sprayed Jong, but we didn't really have an HR department. We just had a general manager. But I've dealt with it a few times, but you know, yeah, it's it, never for stuff I do on the air. Yeah, it's been a long time since I got in trouble for something I did on the air. Yeah, I've I've only dealt with HR from the perspective of. We got to deal with this person. Yeah. All right. Quick break. It is the Blitz on ESPN 97.5-92.5. This is the Blitz on ESPN 97.5. You are listening to The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. All right, we are back on The Blitz. Looking at the uh, the replays, the highlights of the Bucks' 38-10 win over the Packers. That Listen, I... I I think the Packers are, like, if I were power rating, and I, I do power rate the NFL, I, I think the Packers are the best team in the NFL right now. I think they're the team to beat. Yeah. I know everybody will say the Chiefs, but to me, the Packers, I, I would I would bet money line the Packers against the Chiefs. I would, um, too. I, I agree. Um, it's funny, though, because we were talking yesterday about how the Bucks seem to have their number earlier, uh, but listening to... Uh, to Joel yesterday, I think it was when I was driving back from, um, driving back from the campsite, and he was talking about that game and how it was really a lot closer than the score indicated, and kind of sounded fanny about it. Not gonna lie. Yeah, I don't know that I agree with that. That it was closer than the score indicated. That that was a, um, it, I mean the Packers played well for about a quarter, is what it felt like, and then the, things just kind of unraveled for them um so that they were up 10 nothing and then they just they fell apart and mind you i mean aaron Aaron Rodgers isn't going to throw two interceptions very often no back to back um yeah but they tampa shut that team down uh for the most part i have not been been a believer in the bucks all year so uh i and i'm not a believer that they're going to beat the packers this time which you know what, they, and it's in Green Bay, which I think makes it totally different. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers is a better player in Green Bay. It has been throughout his always. Career. Yeah, so I know I, I like the Packers to win that one. I think Packers Bills would be awesome. I think that'd be a hell of a game. I, I'm pretty sure I'd take the Packers, but I wouldn't be shocked if the Bills beat them. I, I think that'd be a fun, fun game. I think those two teams are the teams that are playing the best right now. Yeah, uh, I, I don't know. I, I think. Bucks and either one of those two teams would be, or either the Chiefs or the Bills would be less interesting to me than either Packers. It's only or, interesting because of the Brady angle. 
Yeah. Because it could be just another ring to add. Like, which, I mean, at this point, it is kind of interesting. It's kind of a bleep you to Belichick. It is kind of, and that that's another reason why it's a uh, it's a story. Who doesn't like that? But it's, while everyone is tired of, oh, I'm tired of seeing Alabama in the title game, I never get tired of it because I, w- I want to see if they if Nick Saban can win another one. Like, what's the ceiling on that? Yeah. Or I want to see if, like, what, what happens when Nick Saban loses one? Like, you know, it's it's interesting to me. And uh, Brady is that. Brady's the, the, the Nick Saban of quarterbacks. He's, it seems like he's always there. He always finds a way there. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I think it would be interesting because he's with a different team. I'm kind of out on the whole Nick Saban thing. I don't care how many more he wins. I, I think it's boring that they're there every year. It really is. And it, it takes the life out of college football. And, yeah, they were a great team. And, and I like offense. Their offense was fantastic. I've had enough of Nick Saban. I've had enough of Alabama. Sorry, Bama fan. You should have had enough by now, too. No one gets tired of winning. Um, No, not when you're on that. When you're when you're a fan of that team, you don't get tired of it. Of course not. No. And just like Patriots fans, like, oh, we're back in the Super Bowl, baby. Like, I, it's it's when you're that team, you don't you don't mind it. Everybody else hates it, though. Yeah, well, and and I think it kind of showed with the ratings this year that people are getting sick of Alabama. I, I don't disagree one single bit, and not that Alabama cares about that. They don't care about the ratings, just like Duke doesn't care about that. Oh, Duke's not even in the top twenty-five. Duke, Kentucky, North Carolina, none of them in the uh, top twenty-five. Interesting, but um. No, I, I for that reason I, I'm interested to see. Uh, you know what? Let me let me let me back up a little. I really like Bruce Arians. I wouldn't mind seeing him get a Super Bowl. It's fair. Uh, I, I I just I think he's honest. He's a good coach. He's not afraid to. Uh, he's not. He's the anti O'Brien in that it's not all coach speak. He he'll say what's on his mind. He'll you know he he'll be frank with you. He just seems likable. You know, when we talk about NFL head coaches you'd want to have a beer with, and I always said, yeah, Andy Reid's probably at the top. Bruce Arians at the top for me. I'll take Bruce Arians over Andy Reid. If you give me the second pick, I'll be happy because I'll, I'll, I'll get drunk with Bruce Arians. I, I, and I think we're also looking at, you know, we talked about it could be a matchup of young versus old quarterbacks, the old guard versus the new guard. You're kind of looking at that same thing with the, uh, the, the coaches because – you know, when when you think about Andy Reid and Bruce Arians, they're both in their sixties. Matt Lafleur and Sean McDermott both in their forties. Yeah. Uh, you know, so it's it's. It, I, I li- you know what, and that's the other thing. I kind of like all four of these coaches. I do too. Um, I I'd probably get drunk with any of them, but put Bruce Arians at the top of the list. Okay. Even over Andy Reid, which I know I I've, I've always said Andy Reid would be the guy, but no, I think I'd rather get drunk with Bruce Arians. Yeah. Plus, you know what? When he the year he did TV. He was really good, yeah, as an analyst, and you know, I, I mean, I, I I'm glad to see him have success. So, all right, I'm not going to be unhappy if the Bucks. Go. Bruce Arians is 68. Mm. Oof, how old is Wade Phillips? Oh, he's he's got to be older than that, right? I think so. I think he's got to be in his 70s, right? Uh, Wade Phillips is 73. Okay, too old, too old to drink beer with. Uh, yeah. Um, well, Fred, do a good time. We have a damn good time. Tell you about the three, four. Yeah, see, I'd, I think when you get over seventy, well, that's not fair. One of my dearest friends was over seventy when I drank with him every day at the racetrack. So maybe, yeah. I mean, I'd still drink with Keith Richards, and he's yeah, yeah. almost eighty. Yeah. Uh, well, he's going to live it, but he's only like halfway through life. That's true. He is a vampire. So, yeah. 
Uh, was Max Holloway punching and dodging while shouting at the commentators the most disrespectful thing you've ever seen in any sport for BQ? No, but it was pretty awesome. I'm Max Holloway. I don't know if, if, if I don't know how many people were watching. It was the first time on ABC, so it was a big event to have the UFC on ABC. Uh, Max Holloway beat the piss out of Calvin Cater, who's a, a tough, tough dude. They probably should have stopped that fight in the second or third round, and he ended up lasting all five rounds. But Max Holloway just put on a clinic. Most strikes ever landed in a UFC fight. I mean, just nonstop cardio city. And it and yeah, at the end he was yelling at the commentators uh, while while he was moving his head and not getting hit by this guy who claimed that his boxing was the best in the UFC. Didn't work out that way. Mm. Yeah, I actually did not get a chance to see that this week, which I was going to watch it and then pay per view this weekend. Uh, pretty. Interesting name. Yeah. I've heard of the guy who's fighting. Uh, a, a lot of people have. Uh, this is a, a. It's. I think there. It's going to be a big card, obviously, because Conor McGregor's on it. But Conor McGregor, Dustin Poirier is a good B side. I, I mean, he's a, a guy that a lot of people have have taken a liking to. Uh, and even the the second fight on the card, the co-main is Michael Chandler and Dan Hooker is going to be a really really good fight. Not that McGregor fights ever need a strong. Number right. two fight because right. it's going to sell anyway. Yeah, uh, but that's a really good co-main event. So it's a it's it's a a fun card for sure. Um, you know, I I would I would recommend checking it out if you if you get the chance. It'll be fun. E three two says Fred's talking about he won't drink with people three years older than him. Uh, <laughs> ow! And then uh, somebody says I would drink with Jerry Jones and ask him about the glory hole. I have had uh, I have gotten drunk with Jerry Jones. He is a fun guy to drink with. Well, there you go. Um, I've gotten drunk with Fred Fowler. I'm a fun guy to get drunk with. How about that? How about that? I've been drunk with the Falcon. I hate to break it to you. That's half of the city of the Houston. Oh, okay. Half Fine. of Beaumont and half of Vegas and half of New Orleans and two-thirds of Vinton. So, <laughs> all right. Um, but, I mean, I, I, I always uh trying to think who else... That, but Jerry Jones was was maybe the best, most fun person I've ever gotten drunk with. I mean, he he was just like, and everybody's seen video of him drunk, like when he's talking about how he wouldn't draft Tim Tebow and things like that. Yeah, it's just he he's very he's very gregarious and very fun. And yeah, you put the the cell phone cameras away when you're with Jerry. Doesn't say anything in, in that you know bad, but he'll talk to you about almost anything. Of course, that's been 15, 16 years ago. He still looks exactly the same. So he, there may be some vampire in Jerry, too. I want to, uh, to get into a couple of... Uh, I've got a, I've got a, another Deshaun story I want to get into. Okay. Uh, actually, it's more it's less about Deshaun and more about a story that was written about Deshaun. And then I've got a, um, I've got a story on... The apparently the the confrontation. I want to get into that. The confrontation between John Wall and Demarcus Cousins w- with James Harden before the trade happened. Sounds like a plan. All right, another one. We'll get into at least one of those yeah. in the next segment. It's curtains that? for the Steelers. That's another one. Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah. All right, quick break. It's a blitz on ESPN. Eagles wings clipped. Yes, and Falcons. You can use and that on Falcons, Falcons. and Ravens. And Ravens. Yep. Yeah. And All Seahawks. Clipped. Yeah. All right, we're going to take a quick break. Don't go anywhere. It's the Blitz on ESPN 97.5, 92.5. 
is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on The Blitz. Uh, Rockets fail to launch. That's a good one. Vikings conquered. That's another good one. Yeah, you guys have seen them all. And I guarantee you, like, when they have whatever ESPN show where people are yelling at each other in the morning... They'll have those little headlines on there every time. And don't feel bad, Bills are due, guys. It, that, that's, that's all right. It, it, I, I only find it funny because I did that my entire, uh, for 20 years, Yeah, deal with stuff like that. Dude, this, uh, this Mets guy, he looks familiar. The one that did all the, the text, the penis. Yeah. He, yeah. I'm trying to think who he looks like. Maybe he sent you a pic. No, I mean, that doesn't look familiar. I've, oh, okay. But, I mean, he looks like somebody I know. Interesting. Stalker Brian? No, not that. Okay. He did say you're gorgeous, though. That's right. Want more more of me? me? No, I don't. Yes. Oh, she said yes? What? Hmm. (laughs) Yeah, Michael from... uh, Is that unsolicited if she says yes? Not really. I mean, all all you have to do is say, uh, no, I don't. And that's the end of it. Uh, well, there's another yes. Wait a minute. You are not married. Whoops. I'm going to guess that he is. Nope. Ooh. Which picture do you like? The, the, hmm, I'm going to go with maybe he's getting a raw deal here. Uh, I, I'm going to have to go read him now. Now, apparently he went like 70 t- texts in a row where she didn't respond. So hmm. uh, that's a bit much. Uh, okay. I wanted to get into this okay. from the Toro Times. I saw this, uh, I guess, 15, 20 minutes ago. It came came across the, the Twitter world. Toro time. And I got a good laugh out of it. Okay. Um, four reasons Deshaun Watson should stay with the Texans. Ah, yeah. I saw the obvious getter sent us that. I hadn't had a chance to read it yet. Um, number one. What's, what do you think the best reason would be for him to stay? What You got a... Uh, Strip clubs or a, a I, favorite in the clubhouse? Am I confusing him with Harden? That's a, that is a James Harden thing. That's not uh, a that's not a Deshaun thing that I know of. But I mean, who am I to judge? Either way, if that's what you're into, you know, no big deal, right? Yeah. Uh, n- well, I, they go four through one. Number four, duo with Cooks could be special. Mm. Listen, Brandon Cooks is like a number two, number three wide receiver. Uh, like he's solid, but he's I mean, been, he was anywhere you go, you can find a Brandon Cooks. Yep. Uh, so, I'm, all right, I'm going to say that's not. I'm going to put an X on there. It says here, um, you know, Cooks had had uh, uh, you know some really good chemistry with Deshaun. Says that the it was his seventh overall season. He played in 15 out of 16 games, totaled 1150 yards on 81 receptions, 14.2 yards per reception, six touchdowns. 52 of those went for first downs. And with Watson at his, as his quarterback, Cooks caught 20 passes of 20-plus yards and had three receptions of 40-plus yards. Okay. So, by the way, almost every quarterback in the league has a, a receiver who puts up those kind of numbers. It's not that big of a deal. It's not unusual. 
Number three, third reason on the list, Deshaun Watson should stay with the Texans. He's loved by the fans. Um. Oh, again, I don't. I don't want to oversimplify this, but do you, do you think Aaron Rodgers is loved by Green Bay Packer fans? Is Tom, uh, yeah. Do you think Tom Brady's loved by Tampa Bay fans? Yeah. Patrick Mahomes by Kansas City Chiefs fans. Oh, worshipped. Josh Allen by Buffalo Bills fans. That's kind of the deal. If you're a good quarterback, your t- your fans love you. If you're a crappy quarterback, the fans don't love you. So if I got news, if Deshaun Watson went to the Detroit Lions tomorrow, Detroit Lions fans would love Deshaun Watson. <laughs> That's just no. There there is a, a a small part of this fan base that thinks he's overrated and doesn't like him. But that's any that's quarterback. Every, every fan base will have. But it. I also think you know you're with, you're starting to see it turn a little bit with him with these tweets. So we'll see how beloved he is if it keeps up. Number two, one name, Laramie Tunsil. Uh, uh, isn't that technically two names? Well, it says uh, it's a first name and a last name. Not many teams have a left tackle as good as the one who resides with the Texans. Fair. It, He's under contract with the Texans for the foreseeable future. See, I can see past that future. I can too. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm just saying. I, I I don't know about you, but I can see past four years. Uh, Deshaun must know how special of a player Tunsil is, and he probably he also probably knows that if he chooses to be traded to a team like the Jets or Dolphins, they won't have a left tackle as talented as Tunsil. I don't know that Makai Becton. He's got a chance to be really he's good. He's pretty talented. Yeah, no, I, I think he's got a chance to be really good. So, so I, 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 which is why in, in my trade, when I'm asking for the moon, I, I'm, I want him and I'm sending you <laughs> Titus Howard. Uh, number one, the number one reason to stay, decision on next head coach. If the Houston Texans want to make Deshaun happy, then they must take, this in, or take his input on who to choose to be their next head coach as Watson will be working closely with whomever will be selected to that position. My choice would be current KC Chiefs uh, offensive coordinator Eric Bieniemy, as he's had the chance to learn under Andy Reid, and he's also coached one of the most talented players what, in all of the NFL. What website is this again? Uh, it's Toro Time. It's fan-sided. Uh, ToroTimes.com. Yes, that's all This I had is by to a say. person named Stephen Forsha, who is uh, apparently uh, he's in the know. I, and mm. that's the four best reasons he could come up with for Deshaun to stay. Uh, how about this? Four reasons why Deshaun should bail out of here. Uh, Cal McNair. Okay, I put a check mark next to that. Uh, Jack Easterby. That's two check marks. Four and 12. Three. <laughs> and, and you know what? Even though he's gone, Bill O'Brien. Bill O'Brien. Yeah. Because of what he did. Bye. There's four. My four are better than your four. Toro times. Way better, honestly. I, I guess that's that's what uh, these sites are for. These, yeah, if it's called Toro Times, I suppose people are looking to read it and feel good about things. Yeah, wearetexans.com is probably one. Uh, and, John, can we talk about how childish in high school it is for Watson to be tweeting cryptic lyrics? It's incredibly childish. Yeah, we, we mentioned uh, yeah, that. That's, yeah, it, it's, that's part of, and Fred was talking about it, there's fans who are getting flustered by it. I don't blame them. Yeah, and I, I do think it could turn on him. I, I honestly believe that because I, I've already seen seen it with some people, and you know I, I just I, I think you better be careful with that stuff. Um, 
if you if you're going to stay here and you want to stay beloved because if you force all this and you guys suck again next year it's going to be on you and yeah. and the fans are going to see that so um i'm telling you listen i love the guy i'm giving you free advice here Deshaun. i i, I don't want to see you go down this path uh I'm getting a bunch more. The Bears went hibernating. That's one. Patriots fail in battle. Uh, that's a good one. Um, all right. Uh, somebody asked, what's a good NHL over underplay tonight? I'm taking a couple nights off, man. I'm, I'm in a little bit of a slump, and I need to step back and rechart everything. That's what I did with my MMA. Yeah, I, didn't, I, didn't bet, I didn't bet a single fight this weekend, and uh, I think of, of the fights that I was like thinking about betting, I would have gone one in three, hmm. so it was a good thing I sent out. I'm just giving. I got to, I got to figure some things out. Yeah, it just it, it, in my case, I mean, this is a very different start to the season because it's later, uh, and and there's a lot of things different about it. So the things that have worked the past couple of years are not working to the same extent. So I'm just gonna step back, rechart things, and uh, basically uh, give it a couple nights to see where the trends go, and then I'll be back in action here by the weekend. Uh, and then you wanted to talk about uh, John Wall and Boogie Cousins. Yeah, I figured we could do that. I mean, I guess we got time to get into that. Uh, I, I don't know if you saw this this story um, about basically the there was a meeting, uh, and I, we all remember his his post game press conference, the last one that he did, where he basically said, "This is." Um, I don't think this can be can be fixed. You know, I've done everything I can. Apparently, it that came after a heated locker room meeting where John Wall and Demarcus Cousin call, call, called him out over his level of commitment. Um, there, this is according to the Athletic uh, that basically Steve, Stephen Silas led the discussion after the Rockets got blown out by the Lakers, and Harden was like right there in the middle of it. The group was fed up with his antics, tired of the headlines and the constant questions about his state of mind and where this was all going. And with every day that Harden remained in Houston, his presence became increasingly burdensome for a team that just wanted a sense of clarity and understanding. Apparently, multiple players expressed displeasure with Harden's recent attitude and effort toward the team. And when Silas asked players for their unfiltered views, Wall and Cousins asked for a direct response from Harden on his level of commitment. After the meeting, the players let the drama unravel during their Zoom conferences. Uh, and that was, you know, Harden said at the time, we're not even close, honestly, to obviously the defending champions and all the other elite teams out there. We're just not good enough. Chemistry, talent-wise, just everything. And that's the, I love this city. It's just, mm-hmm. it's crazy, blah, blah, blah. But it, it is, I mean, I'll say this. Having your like having a, a a meeting where you say everybody speak unfiltered, say what's actually on your mind, <laughs> with all the egos in that room, that's. Uh, I mean, I think it's kind of cool that they did it, and it makes me respect Stephen Silas more, and it makes me respect John Wall and Boogie Cousins for actually saying something to him because I think that's been the culture in this town for a long time, and in that in that organization is no one was willing to say anything to James Harden. The only guy who came through here and like put some pressure on James Harden to do better, to to try harder, was Chris Paul. And as soon as he did it, James made sure that he was out of here. So yeah. it's it's not a it's not an easy thing to do 
So kudos to them for doing it. Uh, and I, I, somebody was tweeting me, look at what Harden's doing in, in Brooklyn already. I don't care what I, I don't care. I don't care yeah, what he does you, in Brooklyn. You're, you're dead to me. He was like, it was, that was never going to happen here. So you can say, well, we should have never traded him. What's happening in Brooklyn was never going to happen here, period. And, and when it did, you weren't good enough. And the other part is, let's, let's see where we are in a month. I'm sure he's playing nice now, but let's see how long it lasts. You also get head case Kyrie back in the fold tomorrow. That's right, baby. Yeah, and, and that's and that's where... It, and they're going to start playing with two basketballs. It's exciting that's news. That's where the whole thing could turn. And, uh, yeah, like I said, I still think that could be a train wreck. But if you're in a train wreck locally, the guy you need to call is lawyer Dave. Train wreck, car wreck, any kind of wreck. What's going on, Dave? Well, you know what? I am... Sitting here hoping that nobody gets in a wreck, but if they do, they need to call me. Lawyer Dave, Houston-based Lawyer David Mestemaker at 713-626-8900, and I'll help you out. Well, let's just say this happened. Maybe I uh, I went to the hospital. They gave me the wrong drugs. I wound up getting really sick because of it. You can help me with that? Yeah, it's even worse when a family member dies, as uh, one of the Blitzer's families came in last week, sadly enough. Yeah, there's 60,000, 70,000 people a year die needlessly in hospitals. We sue those hospitals, and we sue those bad doctors. By no means are all of them bad, certainly not. But the ones that are, we go after and we nab them. And you don't charge a dime for your consultations, and, and nobody, there's no money out of pocket until you win the case. That's right. We ride this ride together. No money out of pocket. In fact, Blitzers, if you get in a wreck and you don't have a doctor or you don't have money to pay a doctor, I'll find you one that'll see you without any money out of your pocket up front. And if you need a ride back and forth, I'll get Fred's uh, big SUV or whatever that thing is at Motorhome, and he'll drag you around. Huh, Fred? <laughs> oh, absolutely. We'll make sure you get to the doctor. You know, we're, we're, we're in this together. So, uh, yeah, and that's the whole thing, man. I mean, Dave is in it with you, and, and, and he's betting on himself, and he's betting on your case, and that's why when you win, they win. That's how it works. That's exactly how it works. We're a family, Blitzer, and I'm your family lawyer. You need a lawyer, call me, Lawyer Dave, 713-626-8900, or LawyerDave.com is my email, or LawyerDaveLaw at LawyerDaveLaw is my Twitter address. Or just hit me up, as so many of you do on the weekends, especially when you get in an accident. Just hit me up on Twitter, send me an email, I'll get you that information if you can't remember it. All right, if they need a lawyer, what do they do? They had better dial Dave. This is the Blitz on ESPN 97.5. You are listening to the Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on the Blitz. You know what matters tonight? Soccer, 7 o'clock with Glenn Davis. Hall of Fame with Booker T. and Brad Gilmore at 9. And uh, I also want to tell you to head out to 500 Golf in Beaumont for the Craft Beer Fest this Saturday, January 23rd from noon to 5. Join Nick and Aaron for craft beer, live music, and good food. $30 $30 a ticket includes event entry and a punch card with 25 free beer tastings. Ooh, I hope you get more than that because, you know, you're Aaron. They'll also be taking COVID precautions on site. Get your tickets at 5undergolf.com. Uh, we were supposed to have Aggie Hoops on Wednesday. 
that game has been postponed due to the Roni. Mm. So we will have late hits in its place. All right, Patrick Creighton. I I enjoy listening to Patrick after our show. That's that's my ride home. Uh, and same thing with Glenn Davis. Soccer matters tonight. And I'm sure Glenn or Victor will tell me who their guests are so I can tell you next hour. Exactly. Because they usually do. Uh, all right, we have to do a Zadok Jewelers Gym of the Day. The Gym of the Day. It's the Gym of the Day. The Zadok Jeweler Gym of the Day. Um, my friend Tang, who's in Vegas this week, sent me this, uh, texted it to me this morning, so I want to give him credit for it. But uh, this is about the most Canadian thing ever. Uh, two men get into a hockey fight and, uh, in a sounds legit. Yeah. Yeah. After fighting, both men agree their cardio sucks and they wish each other the best of luck in the future. So they basically go at it. They're both about to fall apart and, uh, and they just say, all right, best of luck. Oh, geez. Loser. Uh, our cardio sucks. So I guess for the next time they fight, they're going to have to go out and do some running and whatnot and get in shape. Wouldn't it be more Canadian they became workout partners? Possibly. <laughs> and they motivated each other? Possibly. Uh, but I, I that, this thing just screamed letter Kenny at me is what it did. So uh, anyway, that's your Zadok Jewelers Gym of the Day. The Gym of the Day. It's the Gym of the Day. Jeweler gem of the day. Uh, this is one. This one is for the non-Canadians who don't appreciate hockey fights and uh, stuff like that. But uh, a uh, woman uh, in Pennsylvania was accused. Pennsylvania has a lot of Florida types. Have you noticed that? It's not as much, but they have them. Accused of stealing cigarettes and Mentos from a gas station, tried to flee in an ambulance, but she couldn't drive it. Antoinette Froyland, 19, was stopped by police early on the afternoon of January 7th after she got out of the ambulance. Antoinette, that's a, a rarely used name anymore in yeah, 2021. It, yeah, and she's only 19, so, you know, it's not like she's an old that somebody named that 70 years ago. But uh, she was arrested once a store, store employee identified her as the thief. Uh, she's facing a handful of charges, including felony counts of robbery and attempted theft of movable property. Um, But... Uh, she got in an ambulance and tried to get away, but couldn't operate it, which I don't know if she couldn't operate it because there wasn't a key in it. it it's not really clear in this story or if she just was wise. too wise. dumb to drive the, the ambulance. Uh, are they that difficult? Is there a different? It's basically like a U-Haul. Okay. Because you know, court records show at the time she was free on an 8,000 unsecured bail for possession of a small amount of marijuana and drug paraphernalia. Marijuana? Small small amount? Oh, come on, man. You don't need to be putting people $8,000 on that. So, anyway, that, that was kind of your alternate one. Well, there you go. Uh, game over, Mr. I can't believe you guys didn't play the, the audio of the hockey fight aftermath. It, it was, yeah, it was great. I didn't have the audio. I just had the story. Sorry. Sorry we don't have everything you desire. Uh, it doesn't make great radio to hear two big guys going, <sighs> Yeah. <sighs> no, it doesn't. Mm. It's kind of hot. Mm. All right. It's better with video, though. You're right. 
Mm, yeah, I mean, some some things don't quite work, you know, but it's it, it's also I'm sending you to the video to go watch it, and it's funnier. So there. Does that one count or no? It's five fifty three. If so, we don't need to count. That's though. the first one on yeah. record of twenty twenty one. If it does count, mm. I've had plenty at home, but I just uh, you have your microphone yeah. muted. I pulled my microphone away from my face. Mm. What am I going to do? Reach over here and hit a button? It's a lot of work. <sighs> yes, things are back to <laughs> back to normal. Yep. Yep. All right, 713-780-ESPN. We're have a little beer talk next. Looking forward to that. Yeah, I think I might have to go let Eric in. Mm. All right, Jason, can you circle back around to this taking a turn on Watson? I had to step out of the truck and missed it. I'm sorry that you had to miss it. Um, but basically the whole thing, and we've we've covered this a lot, just that I, I think fans are going to turn on him if this stuff keeps up with the childish uh, cryptic tweeting. So... Yeah, seven one three seven eight zero ESPN. I also had uh, I had one more uh, potential gym for today. I think I'll save it for tomorrow, though. All right, it's a Chinese restaurant going viral for their extremely honest menu. Oh, so well, I I do want to know about that. Um, well, you know what? I think we got time, don't we, Aaron? We've got into we've got a minute or two. I'll find I can find plenty of gyms every day. They're they're everywhere. So um. They their menu descriptions. They decided they're just going to be really honest about stuff, and uh, basically, here's here's some things from their menu that has commentaries from the owner. Uh, little little bit spicy, more flavor of cumin, very tasty. We used to have the beef pieces on small sticks, but several customers cut their lips by thinking it was some hard ingredient. They must have watched some shows about weird Chinese food. To avoid incidents like this, no more sticks. Some good infusion from the overly fried onion slices, which you can eat. Definitely recommend this. Uh, well, this is better than I thought when you said extremely honest. I thought they were going to be talking about ingredients. Like, uh, yeah, No, 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 no. Okay. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> owner's words, the orange beef. Comparing to our general Tao chicken... This one is not that good. Anyway, I'm not a big fan of North American Chinese food, and it's your call. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I mean, I love these guys. Uh, Where's this place at? Uh, it's in Montreal. So this one says, ingredients, pork, wood ear, bamboo shoots, green peppers, red peppers. Owner's words, this is the number one choice dish ordered by Chinese customers across all of China, according to an internet survey, and I totally believe that. When I was in China and went to a restaurant, I always ordered this dish. It's so popular that it has so many different versions in China. Since I have so high, such high expectations on the dish, I'm not a huge fan for our version, to be honest. But don't get me wrong. The plate at our restaurant is very tasty, too. It's just different from those where I went to university. It's like, okay. Um, satay sauce beef, owner's words. This is new on our menu. I did not have a chance to try this one yet. According to a lot of customers, this one is very popular. I still haven't had a chance to taste it. Looks like I should spend more time eating in my own restaurant. <laughs> I kind of like that. He's having fun with it. So. All right. We're going to take a quick break. Eric Warner up next. Please don't go anywhere. It's a blitz on ESPN 97.5, 92.5.
When it comes to sports betting, SportsMapBets.com is the site you need. From weekly betting guides to single game breakdowns of the point spread, money line, over, under, and more, SportsMapBets has all the info you need to make the best play. SportsMapBets.com. 